Fads come and go, and nowhere more than in the world of weight loss. That's why Noom's weight management programs are made to last. Noom uses science and personalization to help you manage your weight for the long term. Their psychology-based approach helps you build better habits and behaviors that are easier to maintain. The best part? You decide how Noom fits into your life, not the other way around. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M.com to sign up for your trial today. What is happening? Welcome to the Plus Pitch Podcast, your morning pitching podcast from PitcherList.com. My name is Nick Pollock. Today is April 6th. And oh, yes, we are going to talk about baseball. We had an interesting day yesterday. Uh, Hunter Gaddis went six innings, zero in runs, one hit, two walks, four Ks. How does Cleveland continue to find these guys? Yeah, we don't. We don't really care. Uh, sorry. I know. I know you want to. You want to care. You know, but we don't. I. Uh, he gets the Yankees next. I think this is not enough. Like, like he throws essentially a um, a fastball with cut action and then a slider. And they're fine. But he threw them a ton in the zone here. And, like, this should have been a lot worse. But the athletics are the athletics. And, like, yo, uh, we don't really want to do stuff. So, there you go. That's Gaddis. He gets the Yankees next. I don't want that. If he does all right there, he does get the Tigers and the Marlins. And maybe that's worth the stream then. But also keep in mind, this was just 77 pitches. So, he's not even really stretched out to go six consistently yet. So, he's probably not going to go six against the Yankees. Low win chance. The whole thing. Don't do it. Uh, Bryce Elder, another surprise here. Six innings, zero runs against the Cardinals for a win. Two hits, three walks, six Ks. Uh, maybe? Now he gets the Reds in Atlanta and then Kansas City. He It might be a two-start week next week, too. He could honestly be 3-0 at the end of that week. That's kind of wild. Um, So, so maybe Bryce Elder is worth the pickup now. I'm just going to throw it out there. I think in TGFBI, for example, like I'll go and get them. Don't get them in my TGFBI league. Please don't do that. Okay. Uh, Zach Greinke against the Jays. Hey, survive for one and run in six innings, but eight base runners, seven hits, one walk, and four Ks. It's a bad whip. No win. Like, you don't want to do this. Alec Manoba's on the other side. Seven innings, zero and runs, one hit, four walks, and five Ks, 11 whiffs. Along the way, 98 pitches. I'm worried about Alec Manoba, but Nick, he just did so well. Well, four walks. His command was not good. The changeup wasn't good. The slider wasn't what we wanted it to be. The the fastball and sinker found too much of the plate. He was hit hard a ton. His velocity was down 2.5 ticks on the on the four seamer. Ah, ah, not not really it. Um, it's it's a little scary with Alc Manoa. I don't feel like he's the guy that's polished and ready to go uh, for the year. And we all knew that he would got very fortunate last season. He might be getting fortunate again this season. So, uh, yeah, I'm not I'm not really in. I, I think if you have a lateral trade to make, to make it and just kind of um, hedge your bets. Or not hedge your bets. Just play it safe, I would say. Hazel Lazardo, who, by the way, I'm leaning into this nickname. Sherlock in, uh, in Twitch chat made me aware that apparently Jesus Lizard is a basilisk in the real world. And I love that. We're going to call Jesus Lazardo the basilisk moving forward because he, quote, turns hitters to stone. Seven innings, one and run, one, uh, five hits, one walk, 10 Ks, 20 whiffs, and 41% CSW for a King Cole for the basilisk. 
Jesus Lazardo, changeup and breaking ball each returned 47% CSW as he's still at 97 plus. What? This was against the Twins, okay? Like he's doing the thing, guys. In the first game, yeah, the walk rate was up. Oh, we're not good about Lazardo. Mm. Gone. It's all fine. He's so good. It's just a question of health, but like, ah, he's so good. If he goes 140, 150 innings, like this is just insane. Uh, so I'm a huge Jesus Lazardo fan. Uh, the Basilisk is here to stay. Pablo Lopez was on the other side. I'm super thrilled about him too. Um, seven innings, one and run, three hits, one walk, eight strikeouts, 15 whiffs, 31% CSW against his former squad, the Marlins. Yeah, it's against the Marlins. But that new slider that we talked about last time, I was like, oh, what is this? Oh, man. I, you know, he went to driveline, and they taught him this, and he's throwing harder now. That is sticking around two ticks harder. It's still there. The slider was his most thrown pitch. He didn't have this last year. What does it do? 33% of the time usage, 53% CSW. With that new fastball. Oh, and yeah, his changeup is still really good. Sure, against the Marlins, like, you can't really freak out too much. Fine. But... I don't care. The stuff, the arsenal, it repeated from last time. All the things that I wanted to stick around, suck around. Pablo Lopez, have yourself a year. He's playing for the Twins too. That's a good offense, good team behind him. Oh, so, so excited. Uh, Mitch Keller, not as excited. <laughs> it's a similar line to, to what Pablo Lopez had. Seven innings, one earned run, got the win. Four hits, two walks, seven Ks. 10 whiffs, 34% CSW. The sinker was a big called strike pitch. The cutter and the four-seamer were all right, but like, uh, his strike zone plot is what I call a scribble-scrabble show. And that was when I was like four or five years old. I would take the colored pencils in my little notebook and just like make chaos. You know those those things in comic books where they are in a brawl and they have like that dust up and everything. It's just like a moving ball of just chaos that is what this strike zone plot looked like that's what my scribble scrabble show was so um he gets the astros next and yeah no <laughs> and then the cardinals next no don't start mitch keller you don't just don't put yourself in this situation he's a cherry bomb at best garrett cole ace is gonna ace Shohei otani ace is gonna ace christian javier ace is gonna ace even though the velocity's down 1.5 ticks and he just went 3 to 51 four seamer whiffs, which is really weird. He was also elevating it. Glad the slider was much better, and that's why he still survived against the Tigers, but just 5Ks because of that fastball not having a 100 RPM on its spin. I think it's something a little bit weird. We got we to gotta take a look. Um, but like for now, we just don't do anything. Jacob DeGrom is going to ace 25 whiffs. Good to see you back at Gallus Pole there. Dylan Cease was apparently under the weather. 17 whiffs, 8Ks still, 5 walks, but like he was apparently sick, so fine. Um, ace is going to ace there. Uh, Shane McClanahan, ace is going to ace, all good. Um, change up insider weren't as good as normal, but whatever, it's all fine. Uh, Corey Kluber got us a streaming victory, that's great. Now go back to the wire. Uh, nothing much to talk about there. Uh, Kyle Muller did well against the Guardians. He gets the Orioles and then the Mets, so we're not really going after this. But uh, good thing with the the slider being much better. 7 out of 30 whiffs, 37% CSW. That's nice. Solid locations with the fastball, too. The curve wasn't really it, and that's really the last step here. Chris Flexen, he may be a Toby again, and I just don't care. He does get Wrigley in Milwaukee. He's up to 91 pitches. It could work out. He went five innings, two earned runs, two hits, two walks, and four Ks. Chris Flexen did against the Angels in a loss. 
as he's the guy replacing Robbie Ray for now. I think this is just a temporary thing until Bryce Miller comes up, honestly, and that's the guy you want to stash here. Uh, speaking of stashes, uh, you don't have to stash Grayson Rodriguez anymore as he made his MLB debut against the Rangers. Yes, of course, I watched every single pitch of this one. Five innings, two hundred runs, four hits, one walk, five cases. First inning was, oof, it was rough. Um, you should have heard me talking uh, to Pete Dixon about it, and I was just like, no, man, this isn't good. <laughs> um, now, moving forward, though, in the, in the next four innings, four-seamer was better. Uh, we saw him in the 94 and 98 range. And the secondaries are really the thing that need to get tweaked here, right? The slider and changeup just were not the pitches we wanted to be. By the end, he did have some nice slider whiffs, but it's not it yet. Um, Kyle Bradish, uh, we don't know what the uh, long-term thing is, but he's on the IL and will start again against the Athletics, Grayson Rodriguez, and obviously you want him for that. So 83 pitches, good stuff with Grayson Rodriguez there. Hopefully he just gets all the jitters away, and I get to see the changeup inside or really do some magical things. I, that's really what I'm waiting for at this point, because the fastball does look great. Uh, Aaron Nola went against the Yankees. 300 runs, 7 hits, 1 walk, 5 Ks, and 6 innings got the loss. Ugh, we're just waiting for Aaron Nola to kick in. It will get there. Curveball was actually pretty good. It was located down a lot. Uh, maybe it could be a little bit more in the zone, but honestly, I think this is just better. Kind of interesting to see the slider and cutter. Um, that he was working on the spring and was introduced about like 15% of the time. Was just featured three times. And it might be a thing that he does now. He's just not going to lean into it. We'll see. Logan Webb, only four Ks in five innings. What is this? A four and runs, nine hits, zero walks. I mean, yeah, he's going to have a generally higher whip, guys. That's the Logan Webb experience. It's why him and Framber Valdez are pretty much linked to the hip to me. Um, Framber Valdez slightly ranked higher because he has a higher win chance. But yeah, that's it. Um, Eduardo Rodriguez against the Astros, one strikeout. How am I going to butter my bread with this? Down to 91-92. Ugh, it's annoying. I guess the Jays next. We're not going to talk about him there. We don't want to start him there. Maybe against the Guardians, but a little annoying to see that the velocity came back down. Uh, Miles Michaelis, uh, David Peterson, Patrick Corbin, and Corbin Burns all have starts that we need to talk about, but we have to talk about all of those and today's and tomorrow's streamers after this break. When it comes to weight management, we tend to put our focus on what we eat, but Noom's approach puts the focus on why we eat, and that's a game changer. Noom uses science and personalization so you can manage your weight for the long term. Their psychology-based approach helps you build better habits and behaviors that are easier to maintain, and they help you understand the science behind your eating choices and why you have those cravings. Noom's personalized courses are easy to follow, and will help grow your confidence with tools you can put into practice on day one. The best part? You decide how Noom fits into your life, not the other way around. And based on a sample of 4,272 Noomers, 98% say Noom helps change their habits and behaviors for good. Try Noom today and see the results for yourself. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M.com to sign up for your trial today. Miles Michaelis, yeah, he went against Atlanta. So five run runs, nine hits, one walk, but six Ks, getting a strikeout in an inning. That's kind of interesting. He gets uh, Pittsburgh next week. Just uh, just ignore the, the the start in cores first. David Peterson, you can drop him. Four innings, five run runs, five hits, five walks, five Ks. Slider just went three for 14 whiffs. It's like he changed it, and it's a worse pitch from last year. I don't, I don't get it. Um, he suddenly became a four-seamer changeup guy, and that's just not him. Now he gets the Padres and Dodgers, and you just don't want to do that. Uh, Patrick Corbin, haha. <laughs> and the other Corbin, Burns, 4.1 inning, 600 runs, 7 hits, 2 walks, 3 Ks. This is weird. His command is just off. Only 3 out of 52 whiffs on the cutter is n- not it. He's down 1.7 ticks here. Um, strange. 
And it's a case where we see these early indications from aces and we say, we hold, we hold, we hold. And yeah, that could be very much the case. If you can make a lateral play, that is, you deal Corbin Burns for like Shane McClanahan, just do that. Call it a day and you've avoided any potential here. All your anxiety is gone. Maybe Corbin Burns comes back and everything's great. Fine. Like that's the cost of admission. But that's not a 100% thing right now. And that that's that's fine with me. You know, you're not going to be upset that you have Shane McClanahan or something, right? Do I do I know exactly what's wrong? No. I mean, the cutter's worse. <laughs> Why? I don't know. But it's worse. Can it be fixed? Yes. It often does. Often guys have bad starts and it just happens to be the first two right now for Burns. But it could be a part of a larger thing. Don't know. Good luck. We're all counting on you. Obviously, you're not dropping him or anything. So if someone wants to make a lateral trade with you, let them do it. Looking forward to today's games. We have very few because we have the uh, Reds and Phillies rained out. We have the Baltimore Yankees rained out and also Miami and Mets rained out. Those guys are pushed to tomorrow. So Strider, Gosman, Lynn, May are all clear auto starts. Blake Snell and Chris Sale, the only two probable starts. Yes, I'm doing Snell against Atlanta. Just go for it. And Chris Sale against the Tigers. Just go for it, guys. Don't overreact. Just do it. Um, questionable start here. You have Alex Wood as a streamer now um, that Tyler McGill is not starting. So he's going against the White Sox. And, uh, yeah, that should be okay. Alex was apparently throwing 92 still with his slider as his first start of the year. It's against the White Sox. I'm not starting it. I'm not chasing it. That's why it's in the questionable start tier. But I can see this working out. Spencer Trimble is a very weird one to have in the questionable start tier. I think a lot of people want him to do not start tier. And I get it. I just kind of think that Spencer Turnbull is better than the first start. And he could actually give you something nice here against the Red Sox. Uh, and the do not start tier is very clear. Kyle Freeland is in cores. I don't care who he's playing against. Not the, It's the Nationals. doesn't matter. Uh, Merrill Kelly gets the Dodgers. I'm not doing that. Uh, Jordan Lyles against the Jays. I'm not doing that. And Josiah Gray is in cores. Looking forward to tomorrow's games, which has changed a bit because of those rainouts. So uh, Kershaw, Wheeler, Woodruff, Green, Gilbert, Giolito are all auto starts. Kershaw's at the top because Wheeler and Woodruff have interesting things. Wheeler's command has been off. The slider has been really bad and it has been bad in the spring. So I don't know if he's fully unlocked yet. And we have Brandon Woodruff going against the Cardinals. So, Clint Crusher just looks amazing. I'm not too afraid of the Diamondbacks. He's my number one play. Hunter Green gets the Phillies. He should be good. There's no Hoskins or Harper. So, the Phillies offense is uh, not top rated anymore. They were like more like second or maybe even third tier at the moment. Logan Gilbert looked good um, last time out. He should do well against the Guardians. And same with Lucas Giolito, who looked good against the Astros. And now he gets the Pirates. So, I'm just going to start him. The problem with start tier, I was tempted to put Eovaldi into the first tier, but I kind of just want to wait a little bit and see how Eovaldi is is doing for a couple weeks or whatever. He gets the Cubs now. If he just dominates the Cubs and find next good matchup, he'll be in the auto start tier. Chris Bassett allowed 900 runs in the first one. We're still going to do it against the Angels. Uh, Zach Eflin um, against the Athletics. Uh, I love this one. He's not a streamer anymore. It's 31% roster, which is annoying. But Zach Eflin against the Athletics should be just an easy play. Alex Cobb, this could be like the coming out party for Alex Cobb because of the slider that uh, he didn't do well against the Yankees, but against the Athletics, I'm sorry, not the Athletics, the, the Royals, the slider is a really big thing. And once the thing returns, then he's going to dominate. And so this, if he has the splitter working with that slider getting strikes, this could be really good for Alex Cobb. Marcus Stroman against the Rangers. I think that Stroman is just good enough and you just do it if you have Marcus Stroman. The Rangers, some people are saying that I'm underrating the Rangers offense because they've been really hot over the weekend um, so far in the first week. Maybe I am. Maybe I should be pushing the questionable starts here. I'm just going to go for it and see how this goes. Uh, Tyler McGill uh, is the stream pick of the day. He gets the Marlins. 
I think he should be fine. Sunny Gray, if I have Sunny Gray, I'm starting him against the Astros. I know the Astros are tough, but they also have succumbed to worse pitchers, and not having Altuve is making an impact, I believe. And the questionable start tier, Edward Cabrera against the Mets is, I think, a clear uh, questionable start just because he's not fully polished. The fastball is not in the zone enough, and the Mets could punish him. It could be like five innings. Patrick Sandoval gets the Jays, so do what you want to do. Um, Clark Schmidt gets the Orioles. Hopefully the slider is dominant um, as he throws it 40% of the time. It's up to him to really do that. And I don't really know how to feel about the Orioles, right? Like, are they that good? I think they are. So uh, I don't love it, but I can see that Clark Schmidt could dominate. Again, coin flip there. Aaron Savali did well against the Mariners last time. Maybe he does it again. Um, Jack Flaherty is terrifying. How do we feel about the Brewers' offense? I don't know. Uh, maybe he is better than the first start Jack Flaherty is. So we'll see. Uh, Nick Martinez against Atlanta. I love what Nick Martinez is doing, but I hate that it's against Atlanta. And Arkady Waldachuk. Arkady um, is not looking that great. Uh, and the Twins are a solid offense. Waldachuk, honestly, if he throws enough strikes, he could do well against the Rays. Uh, Brad Keller gets the Giants. And if he just is all right, that, that could be beneficial. And Rich Hill surprised us last week. Maybe he surprises again against the White Sox. In the do not start here, Dean Kramer gets the Yankees. I just don't think there's not enough to chase there. Mackenzie Gore, who I really do like after his first start, gets cores. Like, I can't, just can't do that. So he's he's benched. I have no idea what the what Atlanta is doing with their starter on uh, Friday. Maybe it's Jared Schuster, but he can't get called back up because Freed, uh, Freed Rory was placed on the IL and Elder is in his place. So I don't know what corresponding move happens that allows... Schuster to come back up, but if it just, even if he starts or if it's questionable, I don't know. It's just a whole mess. So he's in the do not start against the Padres. Okay, cool. Jose Arrania against the uh, Nationals inside of Coors. No, thank you. And then you have Madison Bumgarner against the Dodgers. Absolutely not. And keep in mind for Schuster, if he is actually starting in this one, I'm not going to rule out that he can do well. Uh, I think he has the ability to do so. It's uh, like the first start was not indicative of who he is. Just, I don't know if he's starting in the first place. So I'm just shoving it down here in the do not start tier. But all right, that is it for today. Thank you all so much for uh, for subscribing and all that fun stuff. And make sure to consider PL Pro. Um, PL Bot actually has added a new thing, which is Limericks. It's for every starting pitcher. It's just a fun, silly thing. It's hilarious. You get that in an extra tab. It's not in the way of anything else. But uh, it's just one of those little things that we uh, are adding for fun. Um, because it's just a silly, dumb thing that we could do. Uh, but check it out. Go to pitchless.com slash premium to see everything that you get with PL Pro. I also had a sit down yesterday um, planning out all of the things that we're going to be adding to PL Pro without raising the cost in the future. So your support uh, of PL Pro is going towards making it a better product. Um, and you are going to see those benefits within the year of you signing up. So Looking forward to that, uh, so consider signing up and supporting what we do. But that is it. So my name is Nick Pollock, and may your babbits be low and your strikeouts high.